Good evening, listener. <laughs> wow. It has been a while. Thanks for listening. It's been a minute. This is the creative brother. You know, I may, I may not know how to do this anymore. It's been so long since I've done a podcast episode. If you remember, and thanks for coming in, um, it's October 2022. Um, actually, the 8th of October. So the last time I did a podcast episode was June 1st, literally June 1st. So July, August, September, four months. Wow. I took some time off, huh? (laughs) There are some people who would think he couldn't, he couldn't do that. Yes, I can. Yes, I did. I have been busy. I'm sure you have. I have two new, well, I got these uh, English Springer Spaniel puppies, two which people thought, what the, really? What the? Uh, girls, girlfriend and Sonny with the black ears. That's why I call her Sonny, because she has black ears. Okay. And uh, they're 18 weeks old now. I got them at six weeks, seven weeks. And uh, I'm in there now. Oh, it's been, it's been tough. But I had to learn how to do it. So I'm, I'm there now. We're good. They're over here laying down in the pen. I had to put them in the pen, otherwise they'll be fighting like, you know, <laughs> just going through dog stuff. So yeah, I've been busy. Business has been good, um, all of that. I hope everything's going well for all, for all of you. And meanwhile, the world is still moving, right? Nothing stops just because you don't do something. There's other things going on in the world. But this is episode uh, 40 what? Nope, 78, that's a lot of episodes. And um, here's the title, Been Right Too Often. Been Right Too Often, like, gotta let the world keep, uh, catch up. I'm not, I'm not happy with being right so often, 80%. You know, I'm an, 80, I'm an 80-20 guy. I've been right 80% of the time. And so what I'm gonna do today, I'm just gonna, tell you what's going on and then we're going to go from there. Here's what's happening. I started this think tank to solve uh, to develop to solve and develop a strategy for reparations for black Americans for the for the descendants of uh, uh, slaves. I'm tired of hearing people talk about it and whine and cry and all this whatever. And I did that. It's going to take about $200 million well, about, yeah uh, but you have to win it along the way, Robin Hood style. I can get that done if I committed myself to it. The Japanese did it, um, and I have the game plan on how we could do it. It would be different. If you want to know what that is, you can definitely go to creativebrother.org, and I have um, the document. You can pull it down and read it, and whatever. Okay, so I've done that. And that was why I started Creative Brother. It was doing, it was, I started the uh, think tank right before COVID as part of my um, nonprofit. And then everything happened. And I just, you know, the world slowed down a little bit, a lot actually. And I just used it as a way to fill in some of the, I wouldn't say time, because I'm extremely busy, but maybe so, because I, um, I need to be filled up 
man, I wasn't completely filled up. So I just kept going and I, I, I went after topics where we could discuss, where I could go and look at it from a think tanky perspective, break it down, solve it, and talk to you about it. Did a lot of stuff. Had a lot of, oh my God, I've had so much fun. I've also found that I'm a, you know, an anthropologist. I never call myself that, but I've been doing it since I was a child. And a lot of things I found out about myself while doing this and communicating with the world. Okay? So that's what came of it, is revelations are plenty. <laughs> Preemptive forecasting of what's needed and what could happen otherwise. It's been fun. You know, but COVID's over. The world sped back up again. I've got my nonprofit. It's expanded. I mean, it was a local nonprofit. Now it's a fi- a, a, officially a 5013C with $150 million, $115 million development project on the table. On the other side, it's community organizing. I have to do a podcast episode, an introductory to Galveston County because we have an initiative to help increase voter participation um, in the upcoming November 6th election. We want to help increase voter participation in Galveston County by 15% this year. And what I have reckoned, what I have identified as a one way to get it done is through, through the, um, the ministers, through the ministry. I have a ministry now. I'm an ordained uh, minister. That's is a secret up until now. I'm, I'm just I'm about a year in. Yep. And it's really it's really hmm, how can I put it? It works because I've been volunteering and doing these things now. What I've set up is ministries. Uh, one of which is working with ministers who have churches. And because they have congregations, what I'm going to do this week is after I record the podcast, I'm going to reach out to a list of ministers starting in my hometown where a lot of my emphasis is, you know, the development project and local organizing, starting there. But also churches in uh, the other surrounding uh, cities and just introduce myself, have them listen to the podcast if they want to and just ask them if they would be interested in asking their congregation to register to vote to talk about what it you know the, the, the voter registration process we have a few more weeks um you know just to go vote whatever your heart says you want to do i'm not trying to steer people one way or the other because i'm in i'm in no party and i don't claim to be an independent that's the thing i'm not a thing i do what i want <laughs> i'm free Okay, and so that's what I want people to do is go go register to vote and vote your heart or whatever, whatever, whatever's motivating you. I just want to know what people really want. And the only way to get that is for them to participate. Right. So there it is. That's our first initiative from local organizing in Galveston County. Let's increase voter participation by 15 percent. Let's try. There it is. So that's that's that. So most of my yapping is going to be on the Everyone Help One uh, podcast, but it's going to be local stuff, more about what we're doing and local organizing stuff. I'm not going to talk about my project much. I want people to see it. You know, I want them to see the properties 
getting acquired and then the, the you know the signs coming up and the all that stuff I gotta my first thing that I want to do is going to be a shocker to everyone and it's going to be like illogical to the people who would be doing what I'm doing that they wouldn't do this but I'm doing it first because it makes sense it's going to be my vessel to get what I am setting out to accomplish it's going to be the a major way to get there that most people that no one would think of well we'll see if it works <laughs> so Here's the point today. I've said enough for now. The priority has moved to everyone help one, or as I say, E1H1. Everyone help one. That's with the letter one. So if you want to see what's going on there, everyone help one. And it's the number one. Everyonehelpone.org. I'm, I'm reorganizing the website to encapsulate the new mission and, you know, and all of that. But I haven't done that yet. So you'll see what we've been doing. Um, I'm going to do, you know, the podcast over there is already there. It's been set up for a couple of years because, um, I was working on getting, I wanted to get a new law in Texas so we could get paid to put solar panels on our roof, get a check, not these stupid credits, but I abandoned it because I had, I didn't, I'm not built to go out and recruit politicians. They have a process that I don't agree on. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to start a, a, a small power generation business and show everybody what we should be doing. And if you want some and you need to do it, too. OK, there it is. So what can I say? here? Yeah. After the November and late eight election, I will talk about what I talk with uh, on Creative Brother. I will talk about America 3.0 because that election is going to decide post-baby boomer. I call November 8th coming up the post-baby boomer election. What we do after November 8th is going to be called November uh, uh, America 3.0, the direction. I have an idea where we're going. I'm right 80% of the time. This might be the 20. <laughs> this might be the 20 and I'm not right. We'll see. Um, so there it is. I'm on the back page. So what I want to do now is just cover the funnest episodes I've had. This 78, this is 78, 77 episodes. I'm just going to hit on, I kind of just highlighted the ones that I want to hit on. I'm just going to hit on them and just hit a minute of what what was fun for me. Okay. Um, The highlight really, as far as this, the, the one that, the biggest one that was like, I was right, was was podcast episode number five when I talked about how to make America great actually make America great one of the things I said was is we have to address the biggest population of aggrieved citizens or supposedly aggrieved citizens who shouldn't be is aggrieved white males that was in fall 2020 when I started creative brother podcast episodes January 2021, kaboom, insurrection. I was right. All these so-called aggrieved white males. Let me just tell you, that's ridiculous. And we're watching it. We're seeing the results of all of that. And they're going to prison and all of that stuff. But I... 
I know how that works. You have supposits and falsehoods and stereotypes, and then you have reality. Anything that can happen when you have the biggest ethnic group called Caucasians, quote-unquote white people, (laughs) I mean, you know, Caucasians, right? The biggest group in this country of ethnics is our Caucasians. So you're going to have any data point is going to show up in that group, no matter what people might say or think. And if you want to challenge me, go to bls.gov, where we keep our data. Now, some people don't trust the government. And you know what? That's your issue. I don't know what else to say. I can't. We got to measure it some way. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say if you don't want to get your data from the data collector. I don't know where else you go get it from. But anything that affects smaller groups is going to affect the bigger group more so. It's going to be a bigger percentage of the people in the bigger group that are also affected. More poor people is in the bigger group. More wealthy people in the bigger group. Now you start doing percentages of how many percentage of listen that. Then you start getting some interesting information. But the democracy that we have known this country to be has always been a lie. Not all men have been were created equal. The Constitution, I, I can use that for toilet paper. If anybody's mad at me, well, you know, too bad. I'm black. Uh, you know, mostly. <laughs> oh, boy. And... All men are created equal. All white men were created equal. White women weren't included. Their wives, who they had the babies from, nor anyone else. The Constitution is toilet paper. And the last guy who was president proved that. Stepped all over it and used it as toilet paper. America is in trouble. My prediction is in 20 years when I'm 80, heading to 81, I might be in Canada or Montana. (laughs) Definitely north of Houston because if Biden's administration, all the things he's gotten done in record time with all that money he's putting into the public domain, if that doesn't make Americans happy, nothing is. Okay? We got a ton of money coming in out there and jobs and whatever else is and people can get what they want if they decide that's what they want to do if that's not enough this little shaky republic is going to turn into something else and what's going to happen is it's going to help the people who have and hurt more the people who do not so I've already told my friends I'm going to have to get me a bison ranch you know, in Montana. <laughs> I'm telling my Canadian business partners, I may have to come up there for a visit, look for some property. Because, you know, I'm on the half side. Right? I'm not going to be fighting off folks 20 years from now because this country is a mess and, you know, it's lawless. and It can happen. Look, look what happened in four years with all of the people who, whose radio frequency tuned in to Donald Trump. In just one, one uh, uh, generation, this country turned into something else. 
less than one generation, and what I mean is one cycle of uh, political nonsense. So America's democracy in this republic, very shaky. Well, Eric, what's the fix? Mr. Creative Brother. (laughs) What's the fix? I have told all of you, and if you're just now joining in, I don't know, you need to go back and listen to my stuff. But the summary is the happiness index. America's number 16 on the world happiness index. It's always the Nordic countries, Finland, Norway, Sweden, and all of them. Where are we? 16. Now all this bragging by all these braggy people. T-shirt level braggers, right? Chirpers. None of that stuff's true. If we were as good as we as we brag about, we would be number, up in top five. But we're just above Vietnam. <laughs> I mean, come on. They make our pants, right? We need to make our own pants. But at the end of the day, America is just really a slogan. And it's not a lot more than that. What I tell people is, what's good about America is that if you pay your utility bills, you will have water, power, internet, gas. <laughs> right? You cut, you, you hit that switch, it comes on, it comes on Comcast or whatever. It's coming, that's a utility. It's coming up. You cut you gas, you can get your gas. Electricity, pay your bills. You know, your, your utilities work. If you know as many people as I do who are not from America, who have come here, or who are still not here, and or where they are, that's what they talk about. You know, the comforts of America. You know, you can afford to, to be happier. So, what I am doing in my hometown, in my home uh, county, I'm working on increasing the happiness index in my local community by spending $121 million to, 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 refre- to reinvigorate a 3.88 square mile area. And then everybody around us can come in and have some too, get a little bit too. So my message to you all before I go through these things is, is work on your happiness index yours. You can't make anybody else happy if you're not, right? Work on your personal happiness index. That's about the the extent of what you can control. And then go from there. All right. So just for a few minutes, I'm going to hit on my most favorite episodes. Um, And then we're going to talk again after uh, we're going to talk again November 9th. How about that? Here it is. We're going to go from the back from the back to the front. Episode 77, the last one I did, uh, when I said the USA is still an underdeveloped nation, stop with the bragging. A lot of people listen to that one. I was quite raw. I've been from one end of this country to the other, up and down and east and west. Seen, I've seen stuff. Every time I would travel, it was all mainly business. When I got done with business... I would go across the tracks on the other side of the track. I'd, call, I'd cover all sides, I, and I train twice a day. So you're gonna lo- you're gonna you're gonna learn 
the community by going in the morning. Those are the hardcore workout folks, right? And then in the evening, that's the silly people, <laughs> basically. Come in and look at one another. Ooh, I might have a boyfriend over there. Ooh, look at her. Ooh, I'm gonna get me a second wife. It's mainly not the serious folks or the folks that don't want to get up early. But you get a taste of the community. I did that from one end of America to the other. I had dinner with people who I will, you know, my, 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 my clients, uh, blah, blah, blah. Went to the movies, this and that. I have seen stuff. I know where all the good properties are in this country. <laughs> and guess where they are? They're in the black community. <laughs> you want to make some money? Go get your properties out the black community and improve them, reinvigorate them. The last bastion of great real estate in this country are in the black community. And I got a, a podcast episode about calling black people, quit calling black people dash Americans. Listen to that one. If you've been calling your black friends or your black colleagues dash Americans, they have been gritting their teeth while you have been doing that, listener. Going forward from here on, if you continue to do it, it's because you're being a dick. Let me just say it. Yeah, I, I, I got my one cussing it. <laughs> Excuse me. Don't do that. We are James Brown Black. If a black person calls themselves a dash American, well, not even a black person. Elon Musk is a dash American. He's from South Africa. He's a African dash American. He came from Africa. I'm assuming he has American citizenship. I'm assuming. So he's a that he's a African Dash American. But if you when you call a black person who grew up in this country a Dash American, that's a slur. Let me get you straight. That's a slur. Okay? You calling yourself a Dash American? Because you're not from here either. You're people. If you came from uh, somewhere in Europe, you're whatever country you came from. Dash American, if you want to do that. So if you want to do Dash American, call yourself that too. There it is. All right. So 77 was about these areas of America that are just third world, to be honest with you. And I got quite raw there. A lot of folks listened to it uh, a lot. I heard a lot of chirping. And I heard some feelings because they were from there. Okay. 76. FBI Table 43. You want to get your truth? You're tired of hearing about all these, oh, you, this and that? Go look at the FBI Table 23. Roll to the bottom of the page and look at the summary. They'll give it all to you and they'll tell you, oh, you, here's who's really this and here's really that. Quit listening to the narrators. They don't know what they're talking about. Episode 75. Let's break up the USA and start over. We are not united. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> you got to listen to that one. Oh, you got to listen to that one. That's fun. And that this is uh, Creative Brother stuff. Remember, I'm Creative Brother. And I'm looking at things from a different perspective. 74. Let's save the school kids and give the people what they want. That came after that nonsense in uh, Uvalde. And it's, yeah, a lot of things are happening from that now, out of that. But it's going to help change the vernacular here in Texas. I'm, I'm thinking... A lot of change is going to happen. We're going to have a different governor in there because this guy that's in there now is just always has been inept. And because of politics, he got two terms while extremely inept 
It should not have been any more than what he had climbed up to as a, I think he was attorney general or something. Not even sure he was good at that, to be honest with you. In Texas, this state since Ann Richards has been jacked. We don't have any money now because they spent it all up and quit cutting, they cut taxes and we don't have any money to pay for anything. These people suck. They suck. And I'm, I want all the baby boomers to go home. I'm not a baby boomer. I'm born in 61. 61 to 81, that's the period called 13ers. I consider myself a Sesame Streeter. I ain't no, uh, I'm not Leave It to Beaver. I couldn't stand that show. There wasn't nobody on there black. Where's the black guy? They could afford a house in that neighborhood. <laughs> they didn't put him on that show. So I didn't watch those types of shows as a child because I wanted to see me on TV. I didn't want to see Beaver and Eddie Haskell. See what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> like, Woo, okay, I, I missed the creative brother. I missed all of this. Thank you. The fact that you're listening says, yeah, you did. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 73 is so much fun. I got to let you guys in on left-hander stuff. Um, good stuff about how left-handers survive war at a higher rate, except for World War One when the designers of the weapons made the uh, the cartridge ejections on the left side so the pure left-handers got hit with cartridges in the face from the rifles <laughs> and blinded and stuff like that. And they just threw them aside and started using uh, pistols <laughs> just to shoot at the, shoot the enemy with pistols. <laughs> and they were like, well, you get killed. Well, I get killed with my own damn gun. Woo! But otherwise, lefties, you, you run... When people... The hand dictates a lot of stuff. So lefties run right. So somebody starts shooting at a group of people. The righties run right, all of them. The lefties run left. Well, how many lefties? One, maybe two. How many righties? The rest. <laughs> so if you're a sniper, what are you going to do? You're going to have the high. You want to take the shots that give you a higher probability of success. Shoot the righties. You're not even thinking righty lefty. You're thinking it's more to the right. It's six of them. It's one dude headed to the bushes. I'm, I'm probably not going to hit him. You know, unless you're bored. You want to, you know, be a badass. That's three cusses. Wow, man. Cut it down, Eric. Cut it down, Mr. Crated Brother. But lefties survive war for that reason. Because they don't get shot in the crowd. They run the different opposite direction. Yes, they do. So the Russians right now getting shot up on YouTube. The lefties are not dying at the same rate as the righty rush. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Okay, episode 72. This is controversial. Um, yeah, this got me a lot of new friends and lost them, lost some people because they're just, they can't get their brain around this. They have tiny brains and they showed it. UAPs, UFOs, Earthlings too. Yep, they're our cousins. I believe that. Yes, I do. Think bigger. The universe is supposedly 13 billion years. That's what the game developer wants us to believe, right? I did a podcast episode on the game developer. God's a game developer. <laughs> I believe that too. God is a term given to the ultimate being, right? Well, it's a game developer. We're in a we're in a simulation. The probability of that is higher 
than all the other things that we are saying that could be. The probability that we are in a game simulation is higher than just, and everything that comes out of what we claim is, can come from a simulation. Organics, you have to understand, just because we can't do that, doesn't mean somebody else can't do it. Yeah. So this game we're in is organic. It creates organics and it creates life from scratch and kaboom, there we are. But the problem with the game, I figured it out, folks. And, you know, stay with me here. And I've moved way up. God's a game developer's way back here in the back somewhere. (laughs) But this is one of my funnest ones. Is that the reason why I say God's a game developer, and I believe that that's a high probability, um, is because we live in this imperfect universe on, on planet Earth. What I'm talking about. And the, the game developer is not perfect. It's a creature. It's a higher, way higher level creature than probably any of us could imagine, even though I'm a student of thought and I believe in the seven dimensions. So this creature is six or seven, sixth or seventh dimension. More than likely, seventh dimension where you are in all things. You are literally in all things because you're at that level, right? You don't, you're not physical, you're metaphysical. And, but they're imperfect. They are, these creatures. Why do I say that? They evolved from a higher level of imperfection to a lesser level of imperfection. There is no perfect listener. Okay? So for that reason, there's an error, error, E-R-R-E, I'm sorry, E-R-R-O-R. There's at least a, a few errors in this program that we're living. Why do I say that? Just from observation over my life, A lot of things don't add up for me, especially the anthropological side of things. This don't add up. And it's like somebody built a program for it to be that way. That's why it is. Not evolutionary, not earned, just is. And the fabric of the program supports it and not anything else. And because of that reason, the program is having a hard time keeping it together. Call us. Because we're not built in perfect fashion. And the program is trying to keep things, you know, as they were built together. And it's having a hard time because it's getting more and more complex. There it is. I'll leave it there. But listen to the podcast episode. Where does it all end? Kaboom. Program ends. There it is. And that's the, our program. The, the God, our God, there are others. They're, the, the race or whatever of them. And they all have programs if they want <laughs> on their desk. They're all, and depending on the, on the creature, they may be a higher, more 
advanced, like more, you know, older, older, more mature. And their games are better. Their, um, their simulations are turning out way better than our simulate, the one that we're in. Ours is janky, right? Uh, the planets and, uh, well, not the planets, but our, all, you know, space is expanding. That's in the program, so we can't travel space. We can't, we can't get around to see stuff because the program, they make the program too complex. Way too complex. So the pro- we're living in a more we're living in a much more simple world than we believe we are, because the program can't only go but so far. It can't allow us to go see, you know, stuff because it doesn't really exist. <laughs> Not really. But uh, so that's you might thinking that's crazy. Yes, it is. It's crazy that we exist. It's crazy. It's all crazy. Yes, it is. There it is. So let me move on from that. I love that one. Episode 70. I'm a Kush warrior king and will conquer all of Africa to save it. Oh, I love that one. That's a real fantasy thing there. Listen to that. I did that a few times. Episode 69. What can America 3.0 be? Listen to that. I forecast it. Let's see if I'm right. What else? Episode 68. Now maybe America can actually achieve greatness. This is all about the Supreme Court, um, you know, tearing down, quote unquote, settled law, making abortions illegal and blah, blah, blah. Give it to the states. That's what's going to change America. All these pissed off females, grandmas that got, you know, got, you know, let let themselves be manipulated. Then they had daughters who may have done the same thing. And then now they have their daughters who ain't going to take it. They heard all the stories from mama and grandma, and they're like, screw that. Screw that. These freaking baby boomer white males and the rest of them want to control my JJ. No way. Stay off my JJ. And they're going to do something about that. Let's see if it's enough of them. Because you got a bunch of females that were like, oh, oh, listen to my husband. I listen to my husband. <laughs> he paid a bill. I'm a housewife. I'm scared. What am I going to do if he leaves me? There it is. It's a, there's, a, there's a bunch of females out there under the thumb of a man who can't make an independent decision because she doesn't have any money to pay for the, the divorce and what happens after. There it is. If you're listening, you're one of them. I'm pulling for you. You do what you have to do. You will make it. The universe will take care of you, honey. And you'll take care of yourself. You call me, I'll help too. (laughs) I'll help too. So let me keep going. Number 65, abortion rights. Give the people what they want. What is it? Listen to that one. Ooh, I was fired up on that one. But I was thinking this is going to really change everything. And it is. I, I believe it. 63. Elon freaking Musk. The bigot. The guy with Asperger's syndrome. Barely making it in the public forum. Now you have to buy Twitter. Just couldn't be the richest man in the world. Had to spend the money all up on one thing. It's going to screw him up. You watch. Elon Musk antics will, will lead to federal government regulation of social media companies. Yes. Episode 63. 
Oh boy, episode 62. Um, yeah, this is really special to me. Start up a skinny one person business, one person business tribe with high cash flow velocity. Listen to that. Okay, episode 60. Earth's next 50 to 100 years is in China's hands. It depends on Russia. Uh, it, it's already been decided. They don't want, they, they can't afford, China can't afford to piss off America and the Europe and, and the EU. America mainly. We made China. Now, they have taken that, you know, all those orders and turned themselves into a techno company, technology driven company, but they need our money. They can't, we, Biden's pulling stuff out of China. I'm glad to see it. I told everybody, don't go to China. Back in 2000, 1999, 2000, 2001, I told them what was going to happen, and they did it. They built a space station. Well, they're building it right now. So, yeah, China, because of how they run their country, is already right now scary to America. And that's scary to me. I would have a meeting with Ling Chao, whatever his name is, and I'd sit him down and go, you know what? I can break you in 18 months. If I tell Americans they can't buy from China anymore, you gotta buy in America, it'll kick off a manufacturing frenzy over here like nobody's business. Financing would go cheap. Everything would go down in price because now we got all this money being generated. We cutting y'all out. We don't need your silly pants. Now what are you gonna do? You're gonna sell to, you're gonna sell to the Chinese who don't have any money? You got this little bigger nap class and all this other stuff, but you know, they make all their money off of us. We could ruin them. I could do it if I'm president, but I don't think, I don't see China as scary. I really don't. I partner with them. And they also are our competitors. You have to get in there. Quit fighting with one another and worry about the world. How about that? Okay. Now, episode 58, I talk about this enriched the Caribbean and the Americas and transfer the wealth back from Asia. You listen to that. That's something we need to do. A lot of folks listen to that one because they were like, ooh, yeah, I'm, I'm in Trinidad. Huh? Yeah. I have customers all over the Caribbean. They would love to be able to make some skinny pants and some yo-yos for Americans. They can do that in, the, in Trinidad. They can do that in Jamaica. Oh my God, Jamaica would be worth going to now. If we were able to get do that for Jamaica, then it, then we could go over there and go, over, go on vacation again. Right now, you better not go to Jamaica. You will die. <laughs> Don't go to Jamaica. <laughs> Unless you have a death wish. Yeah, go over there. You got cancer and you don't want to kill yourself? Go to Jamaica. Yeah. you. They'll take care of you. They'll cut your throat. They sure will. They are desperate over there. They don't know what to do there. The government, they suck suck. I can go to these countries and become the head of the prime minister. Two years later, everybody happy. I would have the, I would increase the happiness index, put the money into the people's hands, and then they'll start, and I'll tell them, we're not, we're not sending stuff to your people in England. It's staying in the country, honey. And those dollars would circulate 60 times. Go through all kinds of people's hands. Right? That's what you have to do to create happiness. Put people in positions so they can feed themselves better than just sustenance. You know, it's ridiculous. Um, okay, let me move on down here. 
Tom Brady, number 55. Tom Brady and I can't retire. We're just not built for it, and I love and love what we do. Well, it's October's 9th now, 8th, whatever, 9th. And I read an article, I didn't read the article, I saw the headline that uh, his wife has had enough. <laughs> the, the high fashion model, the, 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 the German South American supermodel. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that's another thing. Um, she's really skinny. I, I don't know. I mean, to me, Tom Brady probably feel like, you know what, you're skinny. Fine, we, let's get a divorce. Can't be skinny and argumentative. <laughs> no, nobody likes that. You got to be voluptuous. You know, <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, she. I saw a picture of her, and I was like, you know what, you, you're doing too many yo- too much yoga, too skinny. I thought she was retired or something. She's really skinny, tall and skinny. But at any rate, um, she's not happy that the man is is still trying to see himself to the end of his career. One thing about professional sports. Once you're done, you are done. And I can understand how that is. I don't think at 60, I'll be 61 in December. So we're talking about, you know, roughly three months, October, November, two months. Um, So I'm the better part of 61, really. I get asked this all the time and get teased by, by my female friends about being a bachelor. I'm not really, I'm not a bachelor. I'm just not married and um, don't think I would make a woman happy. Why do I say that? Busy. I enjoy my what I do. I have my businesses. I have my nonprofit with huge, you know, stuff on in front of me. It's going to take probably the better part of seven to ten years to finish. There are this to finish. Um, and I just don't have time for a serious relationship that includes marriage. The reason why? Because you have to be considerate. You, if you're going to be successful, have to be considerate to that other person. Otherwise, don't do it. So I'm in the don't do it place. <laughs> I don't have to be considerate. So when I meet someone new, um, but the first few things I say is, is that I'm probably never getting remarried again because of the, what I just said to you. I have to be considerate to that person for it to work. And I don't have enough of it because it's being spread to on what I already have. And if that's a problem, I get it. You might want something different. Right? There it is. So Tom Brady is dealing with divorce. He got two kids, two or three kids or something. Quite honestly, if she's been wearing him out about that, he probably looking forward to divorce. You know, she's gonna have uh, she's gonna have primary custody. She's extremely wealthy, so she probably won't be asking for child support. You know, um, she doesn't need his money. She got her own money, and so he'll just have his own house and rooms for the boys. I think it's all boys, so he'll just it'll just be uh, the best situation period for the kids because he probably they probably tired of hearing all that nonsense. You know, and they can go over to dads and this. You know, bachelor, bachelor city. Everybody got a room and a dog. You know, and few rules. Go to and mom and oh, do your homework. Go to bed at ten thirty, ten o'clock. And dad is like, yeah, man, want a beer? <laughs> Don't just drink half a beer. Save the rest for tomorrow. 
<laughs> so this is going to turn out okay for both of them. They're both going to be happy and have what they want. They're both extremely wealthy, so it's going to work out. Good, you know, I wish them the best. And all, everybody else is having the same situation. So what else? Let me get on down here. There are too many podcast episodes to go over all of them. 54. The vestiges of colonialism still stink up earth and you must question everything that you have been taught. Lies, lies, and damn lies. Yes. <laughs> I'll just leave it. You listen to that one. Number 50. Take Texas back and vote rhino or keep suffering Texans. There we are. This voting window coming up here shortly. I'm not judging. Like I said, I'm in no party and I don't claim to be an independent. I'm going to operate fine, just fine in America, in the world, in, in the America that exists, no matter what that America is. I'm just afraid for everybody else who doesn't have my can get it done-ness or whatever. And I want an America where we're actually happier. You know, people aren't happy in this country. You know, they're just not. We did move up one notch. We were seven, I think we were 19 last year. No, two notches. We went from 19 to 16. So we're happier, a little bit happier. Well, yeah, we don't have COVID. We don't have Trump anymore. You know, we don't don't have recessions. Remember, we had a recession with that guy. And now everybody's saying, we're going to have another recession. No, the numbers don't say that at all. Period. Get out of here. All right. So episode 49, your life movie, your life's movie runs in in your dying last moments. Make it good. What I mean by that is, is live a good life so you can, when when it's time to run it back, you'll be proud of yourself. You'll be happy that you live the life that you live. Because I just believe that's what your belief system, that everything that you are runs in your last few seconds. What you believe in, you're going to see it. You believe in Jesus, you're going to see Jesus on the way out. There he is! Oh my God, I was I was right. <laughs> you're going to see it, it's in your brain. Now, in the game developer, I don't know, I, I, can't, I can only guess. It could all be for real, but mm, humans made it up. So, I doubt it. How about that, listener? Because we created it. I seriously doubt it. 99.9% is going to turn out the way we claim. No. How about that? I live my life with that understanding. I don't know what you're doing, but we created all this for comfort, to comfort ourselves. It ain't real. It's not. I hate to break your feelings this morning, hurt your feelings. Episode 48. Descendants of slaves should replace farmer and slaver surnames with their unique own. I love that. I do. This is the one regret I have as a person. I only have a couple. Really, seriously. They're tiny. This little regret's small, right? I really wish I would have acted upon my thought at 18 and changed my name to, I think it was, uh, what was it going to be? There was some uniqueness. Anyway, um, it was totally not even my last name. Because black people in America, everywhere, where they were slaves, are carrying around not not their last names. It's the names of their enslavers. Mine is Jobert, 
J-O-U-B-E-R-T. When my grandfather moved here from Louisiana, the story goes, the social, he went to go get a social security card. I was told that the, social, the people at the social security office told him his name was not spelled like that and took the O out. I never believe that story because that's not who changes your name. That's the courthouse. So I just think he went down to the courthouse and changed his, well, honestly, I just think he changed his name when he came here and never did anything about it. And just, <laughs> and just made up some stuff. Because <laughs> that's where you change your name at the courthouse. You don't change your name at the social security office. At least, I mean, you know, 1940, I don't know how, whatever. So mine is spelled J-U-B-E-R-T. And everybody thinks it's such a pretty French name. Someone asked me, he said that to me yesterday. Oh, this is Louisiana, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. But I really don't like it. It's a slave name. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. There it is. Episode 48. Listen to it. Uh... Episode 46, the Kush. The Kush ran the forgotten 25th dynasty of Egypt. Ever heard of Memphis? That's, that was their home for the Kush in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that, huh? Memphis, Tennessee is named after the black Egyptian uh, dynasty, the 25th dynasty of Egypt, Memphis. That's modern-day Sudan now. Isn't that terrible? That what was so great is now not great. Okay. Episode 45, Polyandry. I'm just going to stop at a few more of these because you need to just listen to my podcast episodes if you haven't. This thing can go on forever. Uh, we talk about polyandry, which is the accepted social practice of females choosing multiple partners. Where they're in control now. No marriage. Just and it's practiced in some parts of the world. I would prefer it. I, I actually prefer to be chosen by women as opposed to the men that run around and try to meet everybody they can. And at my age, you, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> you really ought to be settled. Having married and grandkids or not married, and, whatever. But for the younger men, um, it was always interesting to me of these guys that just. You know, I call them numbers men, where they just, every woman, I I was at a funeral recently. And a cousin, this is back in my hometown. I was reminded why I don't associate with one of my cousins. Second cousin. Because a woman, we were outside um, getting ready to go into the funeral. I don't go inside the funeral, so I stand outside. I try to get there when everybody's coming out. Because I just, that's just my practice, okay. But I, it was two in one day, and I, I got the wrong information, and I missed the first one, and I got there for the start of the second one. It was bad. It was bad. But uh, a, a woman was walking in who was attractive, and my cousin, who is an engineer and all these things and, you know, should be a lot more sophisticated. I don't see him often, and he's older than me, so he's like 62, Right? Imagine this, now. He looks up and sees her and acts like she just they just dropped an angel down from the in, into the church. He just looked at her and had a reaction. And I was like, you know what? That is so um, juvenile. Wow. He didn't say anything to her, but it was just like, 
it was just a trip. And I was like, this is why we have never hung out in all these years. <laughs> because I forgot you were like this. Yeah. So polyandry is when women do the choosing. And you get chosen. So you got to be a badass. Well, maybe not. Because not, not all women are badasses, right? You got all kinds, right? You got a lot that are way far from that. And they're going to choose... They're going to choose a fella at, you know, at their proper level, right? <laughs> or whatever. But uh, I like polyandry because ultimately, it's, I think it'd be a better earth when, you know, you take some of this masculinity out of men that don't actually have it. It's fake, you know. Let me get down here. One of my other favorites was the Afro in America. Oh, yeah. We're going to discuss the fro. Episode 41. You listen to that one. <laughs> I'm going to get on down to the last because I did a podcast episode on the first 20. And one of the things are, yeah, episode 30, hidden geniuses aren't so rare and you know some. Listen to that. That's a really great one. I mean, and then I'm going to get down to the last one that um, that I that I thought was great. You know, is really, it talks about episode 19, that we created the China beast. And I talk about all that went into China becoming who they are, how we did it, we created them, um, and now you can't complain about, you know, what what happened to them, you know? Um, The rest of them from here, there's only like 10 left. I want you to go listen if you haven't. If you're a new listener... Thank you for showing up. This podcast is almost, it's like 50 minutes. Sorry about that. Maybe you can have, you can have it over two or three listens. Um, and if it's, if you're hearing it, I published it. Because <laughs> it's good enough. I don't know. I have to listen to it and see. And if it's not good enough, you never hear this. But we will pick up again after November 8th. When I will talk about America 3.0. We will see what that's going to be like. Okay. Thank you for listening. And until then, you take care.